Good evening and welcome back to another edition of the JMU Sports Blog Podcast. I'm Todd. I'm joined as always by my buddy Rob. What's up, Rob? Not much, man. How you doing? Yeah, good. We're we're uh, delighted tonight to have a very special guest with us. Um, I, I think now you're like the you have to be the number one guest we've had um, in terms of <laughs> times you've been on here. But welcome, Coach O'Regan from women's basketball. It's good to talk to you, Coach. No, glad to be back, gentlemen. I'm a yeah. I'm, I'm an avid I'm an avid listener. You keep me updated. <laughs> well, we, we we told you we we apologize. We we normally get you on in the preseason. We're a couple weeks late this year. Um, I think football and our uh, uh, actually life for Rob and I got in the way more than football. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> old man life got in the way. Yeah, so. life happens. But life happens. Yeah, man, man. Basketball starts yeah. earlier and earlier every year. I swear, Coach. It used to be like Thanksgiving was my kind of welcome to college basketball. Then it was like, oh, there's a couple games. Now we're a full two weeks ahead of Thanksgiving. We got all the games started, which is great, but it sneaks up on you, man. No, no doubt. This is the earliest it's ever started. In fact, it was um, they moved it up um, for Election Day. Before Election Day was the first day. That's the first time you could ever play before Election Day. Oh wow! Okay. I didn't know so that. it wasn't my it wasn't my imagination. It really was earlier. <laughs> no, no. Okay. no, you're right on, man. You're right on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that's funny. Well, coach, you got your team is two and one to start. Um, you know, big win last night. Explain to me. I think Queens University is a real thing now, right? They just joined. <laughs> that, like that's a thing, right? <laughs> like they're, yeah. they're, uh, Okay, this was not no. a Kiki homecoming Millersville game, right? This was a real game, right? <laughs> yeah. So no, it's good it, to get a win. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's yeah. funny. I was uh, I've always been against the D twos, D threes. Like always, it's just always what I've I've just that's not who I am and not who I. So Jen Brown, the head coach at Queens, who obviously used to be on the staff with me when I was here with with Kenny Brooks, um, over the over it was the spring, maybe early summer. She was like. Hey, can we get a guarantee game? And I was like, oh. Yeah, I don't do the D twos. And she's like, No, 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 we're going D one. We're going D one. And I said, Yeah, yeah I don't, are you really going D one? I didn't believe it. <laughs> I, you know, I, I just, I really didn't believe her. And uh, short, a short time after that, it came out that they were D one. I said, All right, let's do it. I can do it. And then all, all that being said, I ended up playing Millersville. So. I'm full yeah. of it anyway, man. Yeah. Can you talk well, about well, how that came together? Because that was kind yeah, of some special circumstances and ended up being a cool thing from a fan's perspective. But can you talk a little bit yeah. about how that came together and how, how you ended up playing that game in front of Kiki's hometown? Yeah. Um, that that was really uh, – that was actually – it touched me a little bit more than I thought it was going to. Um, mm. But But so she had asked me – I don't know, maybe a year ago, like, would we ever play Millersville? And I, it wasn't on my radar. I had no idea. I had no idea there was a D2 near Kiki's house. Um, and so I said, you know, that just doesn't happen. You just don't go on the road to D2 schools. Like, let alone, I don't play D2 schools, but you just don't, it just doesn't happen. I've never heard of it. Um, so I kind of shut her down. Well, um, we we were set up to play in St. Joe's Christmas pre-Christmas tournament this year, and it counts as two games. So uh, I'm going to get a little bit deep on you, but um, the Wright State, who joined the tournament late, needed it to be what's called an MTE, which is a multi-team event. And the multi-team event counts in a different way than just regular games. So, um, you know, if you go to Cancun and you play three teams, it only counts as two. Um, uh-huh. and it's different ways, you know, so, so St. Joe was called and they said, Hey, look, I'm going to make it a multi-team event. I'm just letting you know, is that okay? 
Um, and I said, that's fine with me. And what it meant was that tournament only counts as one game. So you're allowed to, to schedule another game. Well, it's September 20th or something. And, and it was like, I can't get a D1 game. And my schedule, you know, we set it up in a way where you have enough space to prepare for each team. Like we, you know, we, we work on this. Um, yeah. And so it was like, well, what could we do? You know, it was like, do you want to try to get, I don't know, you know, do you play like a Bridgewater, you know, Eastern mm-hmm. Mennonite or something? It was, we were throwing all kinds of stuff at the wall. Um, and then it hit me like, wow, I don't know, maybe let's call Millersville and let's see if we could, like, I don't like, we're not bringing them here. Um, we didn't have money left to pay anybody to come to us. So, um, I threw the idea like, Hey, what if we went there? Like, what if we Mm -hmm. did that? And, um, to her credit, um, you know, Sheree Hall up at, up at Millersville was, she was resistant at first, like, well, wait a second. (laughs) Like, can we get some, you know? Like, what, right. why are we doing this? Why am I doing right. this for you? Uh, right. I'm going to JMU for money. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, you know, the yeah. first kind of offer was, all right, I'll let you guys come here, but you got to pay to come here. And I was like, <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't throw that at Jeff Bourne. It's not going to work, man. That's just <laughs> not, it does nonsensical. So, um, we were going to, you know, again, she said, well, what if, what if, you know, we ended up talking, what if we brought you back to JMU the following year? And I said, that's fine. I just, I can't do a regular season game. I want to do, I'll do an exhibition. So that's what we decided to do. So there'll be our exhibition game next year for a little bit of money. And um, she agreed to have us up there. And, and um, I mean, honestly, it was like one of the cooler things that I've seen in, in college basketball, like legitimately. And, you know, he'd been a part of some fun stuff with championships yeah. and, and, and home and different homecomings. Right. I remember mm-hmm. taking Haley Barron back to Vermont. I mean, that was a cool thing too, yeah. but it, it didn't quite hit as hard as this. I mean, it was, um, man, gym was packed and it yeah. was, I means 200, 250 people there for just her. Um, yeah. and even, even walking through afterwards, I mean, the, the amount of people that were like, thanks coach, thanks for bringing her. Thanks for bringing her. You know, it's like, yeah. Man, it just you know the the impact of of her in, in that community was like really really cool to watch. That's so great to hear. Oh, that's really yeah, that was cool. And we saw, I mean, obviously JMU, you guys put out some of the photos after the game. It was like it was like a class photo, you know, like yeah, 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 yeah right, yeah, right. yeah. No, but really I'm not cool. gonna lie, I was sitting on the bench about five minutes before the game. Like, what are we doing here? Like, was this the right move here? <laughs> Right. You know, are we, we're going to play a division two team at their place and they're going to get catch fire or something like that. Um, yeah. But no, it yeah. was, a, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. the head coaching paranoia everybody gets, you know, um, <laughs> but no, I, I knew we'd be charged up cause I knew Kiki wanted to play well in front of, in front of those people. So um, really cool. It was nice. Her, her mom and dad um, just, her mom sent me a great text afterwards and it's like, Hey man, it's uh it's what it's all about really. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was well, cool to see. Just, I know yeah. the pictures and everything and just the homecoming. And it really, I, I knew she was a big deal, but I guess I didn't yeah. realize how big of a deal she was to her community. <laughs> so that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, it's just, it's just the, um, you know, the, the way, the way their family lives, it's just, it's, it's, there's a real extended family up there. Um, mm-hmm. And I, you know, again, you don't always know that. You know, um, because they're not they They can't always make a, a t- you know, whatever it is, a three hour trip down here to come to a game. 
Um, and she always had, she's always had a good following when we played, you know, Villanova Drexel. Um, there's always been a good group there, but never this, I mean, it's literally five minutes. Um, I mean, every, every, I mean, high school coaches, uh, teammates, it was, it was, it was a very cool thing, man. Uh, very, very, very cool. So neat. Well, so Kiki, obviously we all know, uh, you know, like we're, we're all excited to watch her again this year. Um, and yep. just watching you guys through the first three games, I know you have, you know, areas to work on and areas that you're pleased <laughs> with, I'm sure as a coach, mm-hmm. um, but, but introduce us a little bit. So Kiki and Jamia are, you know, I think we all know what we're getting there. And I think um, it, it seems like you guys have, I don't know what to say. I mean, is it is it fair to say Peyton is still kind of working her way back in? Is that? Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. Like, it just minutes no, wise, no, it doesn't it, seem it's like very she's fair to say. Okay. So, I mean, we expected yeah, very, the very three of them to some extent. And then um, I think we all know Claire Neff, and it seems like you're using her in the, uh, I don't know, are you using her in the super sub, you know? I don't know. Maybe Johnson, <laughs> Jamal Crawford well, role here. Like, I'm well, gonna... <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you yeah. this. For anybody that's seen us play, um, mm-hmm. we're going to look a whole lot different in January, February. We just yeah. who we are. Right, we don't know who we are. Um, yeah. And I wish I, I wish I could sit here and tell you exactly who we are, but we, we I don't know. Um, and and part of it is it's so many moving pieces. It's incredible. And, and mm-hmm. to to your point, right. Peyton is a moving piece. Um, mm-hmm. it, it has been, it has been the long, and, and this is no, no shot at her. It's the hardest working kid with a desire to play basketball. Um, but it's been the longest kind of gradual um, rehab um, for her. And, yeah. and, and we're taking it slow for a reason, but you know, that's part of what I attribute the main loss to very honestly is that, you know, I, I, I just, I, she's, she can't play 25, 30 minutes. And if she, if she right. could, we'd be, we'd be different. Um, Claire, same thing. Um, mm-hmm. So th- those, those two have been huge moving pieces for me in that, you know, I'm getting stuff from the trainer on it on a daily basis. Like, okay, so yeah. today Peyton can do half court live, but nothing <laughs> full court. Claire can do full court five on oh, but not full court five on five. It's like, okay, so I'm, you know, putting that in the practice plan and then you've got this group of freshmen and these two transfers that are that are working their tail off every day and they just Mm -hmm. don't have the level of experience or you know and not in a bad way but but the talent I mean Peyton is an extremely talented basketball player Claire Neff is an extremely Mm -hmm. talented basketball player um so you know you want them in but they can't Mm -hmm. really (laughs) it's a puzzle man it's a it's a puzzle but um yeah, to, to, to intro you, you know, for, for me, obviously Kiki has been, you know, nothing short of, of, of great so far. Um, you know, even in the main game, you know, I, I, you know, she had some stuff to work on, but 14 points in the fourth quarter, she tried her best to get us what we needed. Um, but, you know, so, so the one, the one for me that has been kind of a more than a pleasant surprise is, is her, it's pronounced Susha Koslova. Um, and, this one tells me, she tells me, if you look at her name on the roster, it's Ksenia, right? Ksenia, yeah. But she says in Russia, that is how you pronounce Susha. Mm. And I, I'm calling her a liar to her face, but she really, she, <laughs> she says, she says, no, it's the yeah. same. It's like a synonym. It's like, you look at that word, you could say mm. Senia or, or Susha. So, um, mm. 
I, I she, can fact check. My dad reader. speaks Russian. I'll ask him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> check that out. Check that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Susha has been Susha has been a really really valuable piece for us. Um, yeah. You know, shooting. I think she's shooting sixty five percent from the field. Um, you know, she she's eleven points a game. Yeah, she could rebound a little bit more. She's I think she's five and a half. Um, but really, like a really solid post presence, and so. Uh, I think that's a solid piece. I've been very pleased with her. Obviously, Kiki is solid there. Um, and Jamia, we spent the offseason with Jamia really working on the little things as opposed to just scoring the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, she's proved that. Um, and I and almost like I need you to score a little bit more. Um, you know, and so those those three have kind of been the steady uh, veteran, veteran kind of um, – um, you know, I don't, I don't even want to say leaders, but, but veteran players. And then, um, our point guard, Caroline Germain, the kid from Paris, France, again, a new one, uh, transferred from TCU. Uh, I think that kid is going to have a fabulous year. I think, yeah. um, mm-hmm. I just, her motor, uh, she guards, uh, she's nowhere close to perfect. No one is, but, um, she's learning me, she's learning us. And I think she's going to have a really good year. Um, and then we're filling it in. Steph Odekirk's starting at the four right now and, and and hasn't shot it great, but has been really steady, passing the ball well, been like a glue player for us. Um, and so if you go down, that's been our starting five. If you go on the bench, like the majority of our preseason has been four freshmen and Amira Williams. That's been what we've played with every day, right? So that's kind of been whatever, the white team, purple team, whatever you want to call it. And they've played great together. Um our, the kind of backup point guard, Chloe Sterling, kid from Atlanta, Georgia, spent nine years in Japan um, oh, wow. before she got to Georgia. I mean, really cool story. I mean, really cool story. And I think our radio guy's coming out with something. Um, but fearless kid, very confident. Um, I really, I love, I love how confident she is, and really inquisitive kid, asking a ton of questions. Um, Amira is a really Amira Williams is a transfer from Charleston, really bouncy. Yeah, defensive, um, kind of rebounding type of kid. Um, you know, seven and seven in the last outing, but but that's kind of what it's going to be. It's it's you know, and, and no offense, to her, it's never going to be twenty and ten type of thing. It's just not her. She's a she's a you know up tempo guard, get a deflection, help us win type of kid. Um, who's trying to do everything right? Going to be a lawyer one day. You know, way smarter than me. Um, I know that. Um, <laughs> I like it. And and then the next three, Maya Kone just got her first. She had a, she had rolled her ankle, so she just got back, but played the fourth quarter against Queens. Um, and she, I think everybody got to see what she can be. I think that kid is a is, could be could be could be um, like a future player of the year kid. I mean, she's oh, wow. six foot yeah. two, dunked it when she was thirteen years old, uh, shoots the three, defends. Um, now again, it's a big adjustment plays and schemes and stuff. So she's got some work to do, but talent-wise, is um, you know I, I'm 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 I got a flush sitting in my sitting behind my five cards. Um, yeah. And then and then the other two, Khadija Torre is a very very natural scorer, a big girl, but um, not not in a bad way. Knows how to score the ball mm-hmm. and and has scored the ball in every game that we've played. And then Cheyenne Rowe. Uh, has been backup center for us and she's going to, she's going to, her identity will be rebounding, defending type of stuff. And of course chipping in, but Khadija yeah. could score 15 really quickly. Cheyenne, it'll take a while for her to score 15. So 
that's like our that's been our ten the whole preseason. Then you add the Claire Neff, right? You add Peyton McDaniel. Um, Anna Goodman is still, I would say, two weeks away from being back. But again, that kid is not. Yeah. Anna Goodman ain't coming back and sitting on the bench. Um, right. So, so you know, we have her. Um, we have Makaya Times, who played backup center for last year. Makaya is mm-hmm. again getting through an ankle injury. Probably same timetable as Anna. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, man, I got a jewel that no one knows about. And the, the kid, Kobe King Hawia, is, is yeah. that kid is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Never, never had a kid like her. Um, oh, wow. And I, I want you to think, and I'm building her up way too yep. much, but like yeah. Car- Carmelo Anthony <laughs> is, is like, yeah. she, right? She's, she's, not, yeah. she's not slapping glass. Um, but she can get you, she can get you, uh, a bucket from anywhere. Um, really, really high IQ, great hands. Um, and you know, I feel for it cause she's got it. She, she's not able, eligible to play until, um, the end of fall semester. So, okay. That's what I was wondering. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She, she just, just short on credits. Wasn't GPA. Yep. Right. Um, right. It was just short, short on credits. So she's got to fill her credits. Um, I mm-hmm. mean, just, a, just an absolutely but just an absolutely wonderful kid um, okay. too. And so, yeah, I, I, we got some pieces. I think we're trending towards being fully healthy, which will be a challenge for me. Um, but <laughs> it's a good it, challenge to have. It's a, it's yeah. a good challenge, but, but it is, it, it's a, my point in that is like how many of those people did you guys not know about? Right. And so um, there's so many moving parts that, that it's going to take us a second Um you know, I don't think we're coming out of non-conference, even even though we lighten the schedule up. I don't mm-hmm. think we're coming out of non-conference, you know, 10 and one or whatever, 11 and one. I just I don't think we're there yet as far as uh, the gel and who we are and what our identity is and how the how the puzzle fits together. I just think it's going to take us a sec to get that done, even even with somebody like Kiki, who's, you know, you have a, a proven scorer um, right. and I, you know. I'm, I'll put it out. I just, I think she's getting no respect, man. I, I just think like, where is yeah. she on like the mid-major player of the year award list? Where is yeah. she on, on some of those national things? But that's, I think the world of her. So maybe not everybody else does. <laughs> well, speaking well, of should, conference though. schedules, right. I, I yeah. got to ask you, I mean, I, I watch coach. I'll just say we watched a lot of the main game and then I just got to watch a little bit of the Queens game and just, in that little difference in a week, you could tell, like, yeah, oh, I, I, and for me, it was like, oh, these three are transfers, and I was just thinking about uh, Garmin and and um, Kozlova and Williams, right? And thinking like, mm-hmm. as they're working their way in, you could see this is just going to take a little bit, right? And yeah, and that was correct. even before really thinking about all those other players that you just went through. Um, but how exciting is it to, I mean. One of the problems last year was just there's nothing you could do. Like, I, correct, you know, correct. Yeah, right. I mean, human nature is yeah, what it is. I, I, I sat down and looked at our notes from talking to you last year, and I think we actually talked to you like the day before the Sunbelt mm-hmm. announcement last year. Yeah, it was yeah, like right sense. around the announcement, but we didn't know. Like, I don't think we had a good sense of like what what that meant to your program. And yeah, you know, that was just between. I mean not to mention COVID and everything else, but like <laughs> it was more like, you know, once, once you lose a few games and, and there's nothing out there in front of you, 
Like it's really hard where I imagine this year you feel like, I I mean, do you feel like these kids are going to be paying attention until the buzzer sounds at the end of the Sunbelt tournament in March? Yeah, I do. I I do. (laughs) Yeah. And and I think it's different, right? When, and, and I hate to use this example, but you go a couple days without eating, you know how much you'll appreciate a hot meal, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so I think, I think, um, that's something that, that we, we went through and it sucked. Um, (laughs) it it sucked. And I, I didn't know how much it sucked, um, very for, for them, honestly. Um, Mm -hmm. But it, it sucked and, 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 you know, we, we found our way through it and, you know, I think we found a, an ending and, and the best part is like, so we end with Delaware with the fake trophy and, uh, you know, all the excitement <laughs> and our, fir- our first meeting after that, I like went after him. I'm like, that's BS, man. Like the fact that you guys could play like that, you know, like, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> like you could have right? played like that the whole time. Come on, man. Right. Um, yeah. But but no, I think that was like just a um, something not a lot of teams experience, and you don't know. I don't know how to navigate that. I, you know, it's not a common thing as a coach um, to have the joystick. And so, um, yeah, for for me this year is is um, it's it's the marathon, and I hate to say that. Like, yeah, of course we're trying to beat Maine. We're trying to beat Longwood uh, Thursday, right? But okay. but it is like, yeah, it's a marathon. This thing is going to be. Hey, let's, let's, let's see what we have. Let's see who we are. Let's see what we end up being really, really good at. Um, and, and let's, let's just, let's grow and get better. And all the while, yeah, of course we're trying to win. I mean, I'm, I couldn't sleep the night we lost the main, but I mean, you know, it's like, I don't know it. it I don't know our best five down the stretch of the game. Right. Like, right. and, and that's something that that's going to take me some time to figure out because, um, you know, I, Claire and Peyton are still are still in and out, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'd, I'd love this. I'd love to say that Peyton can play thirty. She can't right yet. Um, right. Not not how she wants to play. So it's it's just going to be an, uh, an evolving thing, and it's uh, I'm I'm not I'm not shying away from it. It's it's going to be an interesting one. But I tell you what, there's no we're not, there's fourteen and fifteen crap. Nah, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, right. that's not where we're going to end up. That's not where we're going to end up. But the idea, right, is to put yourself in position. To win the to win the Sun Belt Championship because I I wish right now that league our league is not mm-hmm. a two bid league it's not right, right? and, yeah, and right. the idea and what we've talked about as a group is is and it's been really healthy is like let's get it to where we are a two bid league but yes but it's the Sun Belt traditionally the last couple of years hasn't been close to that you win the Sun Belt you're a 15 seed mm-hmm. um, and so. Now you add us, you add ODU, you add Southern Miss, who I think is a really good program, and Marshall. I think that elevates the league. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you you want to be that. Man, I think the juiciest one is to be a 12 seed. I think that's the best thing you can be oh, in women's oh, basketball yeah. because, yes. yeah, right? That the, the, you get the neutral the 12-5, spot in women's basketball. And then you play yeah, the four, and then you, got, you <laughs> sort of got two chances. That's yeah, it, man. Exactly. That's it. Don't yeah. be a nine seed. Yeah, don't no, be a nine. No. You might get one, but you ain't getting two. Yeah, you guys have done that before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, so um, no, I just think it's it's my mindset is 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 the build over time, and and again, mm-hmm. not that we don't have urgency to win everything we got, but um, I'm figuring this team out, and 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 even even preseason and practice isn't enough to figure it out fully, and that's that's the truth. Yeah. 
Well, I, Coach, I know you got two teams on the schedule who are going to have a uh, logo of the conference that shall not be named on the front of their shirt. <laughs> and um, and yeah, I, yeah. I, I, they're coming up Spanish. pretty soon. Yes, and I and I saw what um, the poor Hampton Pirates on the men's side, um, they put that logo on the shirt, and our men's team um, had some feelings about that, I think, to work out <laughs> a couple nights ago. Um, I, I'm guessing your players, at least the ones that – lived through last year um they're not uh, they're not going to shy away from those two the William and Mary game huh yeah no I hope I hope I really 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 hope um right. and you know um I do I do think now now we have to play both of them on the road um, yeah yeah you know um but that's okay you know I think mm-hmm. um let's take it out on on the C- let's take it out on Hampton yeah. and William and Mary with the CAA did it's fine with me yeah um, yeah and I think we do play them. Um, is it back to back? I think it might be back. I think it is. Right? Yeah, it's coming up yeah, in yeah. December. I think. Yeah. 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 I was, so, I was looking um, at your schedule because yeah, yeah. You guys open Sunbelt over Christmas break at home. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now I will say yeah. I know that's not like the most exciting thing from a, you know, not having the students and the pet band in the building necessarily, but um, I, I'm hoping to be there a couple of those, coach. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that, well, that I, New I like Year's, New Year's. Yeah. I like New Year's yeah. in Harrisonburg, you know? New Year's in Yeah, Harrisonburg. yeah, yeah. Uh, so. with ODU, bringing back ODU. Um Yes. No, yeah. but but yeah, I do I do th- I hope we I hope we um can can play with a little extra um for those CA games because yeah. Yeah, it deserves it. They deserve it yeah. a little bit. Not yeah, Hampton, not. I guess. Not Hampton, but No, I know. Poor uh, Hampton. The, yeah. the They're responsible like, for it. They're responsible I know. for it. It was, it was on the jersey, <laughs> and the men's team just was like, we're not having this. Like, I don't care who this is. Yeah. Man. That was funny. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I'm actually glad the Sunbelt we're starting at home, even though there's no students. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, the, with what we're doing, it actually the, – the original Sunbelt schedule had us on the road first. And if you if you look at our schedule, we're at William and Mary, at Hampton, and at St. Joe's tournament. And then if we had mm-hmm. to go two games on the road in the Sun Belt, that would have been five straight. It would have been um, not ideal, not ideal. No. Um, so I'm I'm glad to get. Ho- hopefully, we can get off to a good start in the Sun Belt too, which is which I think is an important thing. There's going to be some challenges in that thing, man. With the travel, yeah, that's what I was wondering. That. That's what we got to ask. Yeah. I mean, I know the travel. I've heard you guys talking about the travel a little bit. Um, yeah, and you're not the only program discussing that. I know um, <laughs> it can't be. Yeah, no, but but uh, who's good in the league? Like, I, I mean, I think JMU fans, right? We know JMU and we know ODU, and that's about it for us in terms of winning the women's hoops. You know? So. Yeah, I, I tell you what, um, they picked a sixth. Um, yeah, I, 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 I couldn't, I couldn't be happier. I, I just couldn't be happier. <laughs> yeah, fly under um, the radar. I was. <laughs> I was, yeah. and I just was smiling ear to ear as soon as I saw it. Um, but no, um, Troy, Troy is good, and, and what I okay. what I've learned, even even with Maine, right, and and mm-hmm. and long, like we're play, about to play Longwood. What I'm what I'm watching yeah. is, and we had this too, right? And I, I'll say had it. I, I'm I'm not a, mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to to know the reality of it. It's like Maine won a championship last year. Longwood won a championship yep. last year, and so mm-hmm. so Troy, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have nearly the pieces they had last year but they have that mentality mm-hmm. and if that championship mentality is really really valuable um mm-hmm. because it can make up for a lack of talent even um mm-hmm. and so troy troy is the headliner i think troy is the one you know they played ucla tough yesterday mm-hmm. um didn't beat them but but they're tough 
Um, Old Dominion has a lot of um, newcomers, but yeah, I think they got athletes. Um, Southern Miss has a kid who had 36 in their first game. Um, you know, who, who was, I, I believe our vote for, for player of the year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, and so, you know, I don't, you know, but it's like, I don't know, Texas state's picked above us. I, I don't know anything about Texas state. Um, you know, and some of this is really hard for me because I just don't, I can tell you Drexel's mm-hmm. roster right now. And it's right, meaningless. Right, right, right. It's, 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 yeah, it's yeah, meaningless yeah. in my head. Uh, yeah. just, um, so it's going to, it's going to take me a second in, in that regard, but, um, Coach, with I'm that, okay. with, that, with that regard, like, does that play into hiring a guy like Neil Harrow coming from Troy who knows Absolutely. the league? Yeah. How did you pull well, that yeah, off and- by the way? How did you manage to go get one of the top assistants <laughs> from one of the top teams in the new league? <laughs> well, I tell you what, um, number one, it is going to really help because what we've got <laughs> now with, with him and with Lex, right? Lexi Barrier. Um, Lexi knows Marshall, knows ODU and knows Southern Miss. And that was unintentional. I was going to, I want to hire Lex anyway. Um, but with Neil now he knows everybody else. So it's like, in a way I'm unprepared for, for those teams, but, um, they are not. And, and so, um, Neil, um, (laughs) I just connected with Neil and and I, I, he's, he's, I think he's fantastic for me. Um, you know, he, he pushes me and that's what, that's what I've heard. You know, they, they say, you know, all these things like, Hey, when you're a head coach, what, who should you hire? And it's like all that. Yeah. Who, where your blind spots are and all this. It's like, yeah, yeah. That's great. in an ideal world, but um, it's just somebody that challenges you. And he does, he challenges me all the time. Now, sometimes um, what's, what's the movie? Um, you guys got kids, the movie up where it's like squirrel. Oh, yeah. You know, sometimes I'm like, where are you going? Like, what, like, what are you, wait, wait, hold on. We were talking about doing a defensive drill. Why are you talking about this? But, um, he's great, man. He challenges me. And, and even, um, he, he, he's got a two page printout for me when I leave the office today talking about this idea he's got. Cause, cause I, I think we have strength in numbers, right? I think we have, I don't like when I look at our team, I'm not like, oh, we got a really strong seven and we're going to have seven kids sitting on the bench. Like we got numbers and, and there's not a huge level of separation. So that's my biggest deal. And and he's got two pages of notes on how we can use that. So um, he, he's wonderful. Um, really, really smart basketball mind. And, you know, I think what benefited me <laughs> was Troy, Alabama, man. It's not a great place to <laughs> not a great oh, yeah. place to live. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so, 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 so I sold them on, on coming up to Harrisonburg. And, um, you know, I, th- I think the other thing about this program is that if you look around, right, people that have come to this program, Ashley Langford, head coach at Stony Brook, yeah. Jeb Mitchell, head coach at Northeastern, uh, Lindsey Edmonds, head coach at Rice, Jackie Smith, Carthen, head, head coach at Furman. Um, and those were Kenny's, right? Those are Kenny's disciples, but I'm here. Um, Nikki Newman's at Rad, like, yeah, it's, like it's, Kenny, Nikki, yeah, 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 right. And so, so hey, man, come here, give me a couple of years, let's get this thing, let's go to the NCAA tournament, let's 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 go to the Sweet 16. Which is, I know people think, like, well, hold on, you were 14 and 15 last year, you can't go to Sweet 16. Well, well, BS, man, yeah, you can. Um, you guys are a 20 win team last year without the CAA nonsense, correct? Like, 
I don't Correct. know if you win the CAA tournament or not, but like that's a twenty win team with motivation. Correct. You know, like yeah. I, 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 I really totally agree. Now, look, last year I'll be the first to say there was some talent. Drexel had like twenty six year olds on their team. Yeah, um, I mean they, yeah. they, they, you know, I mean now they didn't even win it, right? right? And you had a right. kid, Jasmine Dickey, who's still in the pros, like made it, which is really hard to do. So. um Anyway, but but you get what I'm saying. It's like mm-hmm. no, let's 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 get this thing where it where it where it belongs, and then mm-hmm. man, you can go because he he honestly he's a he's a head coach. Like that's what he mm-hmm. is. He's just a couple years away from it. I mean, the guy is ready for it, um, and he he he's he's really good. It's what he it's what he should be doing. But uh, you know, we all we all it's all about right timing. Um, mm-hmm. So you might have to put three four years in, but. Um, I'll take I'll take his brain for these next three four years for sure. Good, good sure. to hear, um, Coach. What do you think about the? I, I know it's a ways down the road, and you're just focused on you know getting through the calendar year here before we get to <laughs> yeah. that non-conference. Yeah. But um, are you? What do you think about the combined tournament for the Sun Belt, the men's and women's playing were, together? I knew you were yeah. going there. Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, I can tell you. I, my, I'll tell you my personal. So, as someone who spent a, n- a number of years at UNCG, and yeah. that SoCon does this in Asheville. Yeah, yeah. They do a combined tournament. It's really cool, actually. Do you I like don't it? know if it? I did. I, I'll say this: like as a program, like you. Now, I don't know at JMU where like women's basketball. You guys have tradition. You have history. You have your own fans. Like, sure. You can. You guys could go wherever you want and be successful. I will say like at a program like UNCG, I think both teams, if one of them was in a down year, it was a real mm-hmm. benefit to have the tournament be a co-tournament in terms of just drawing your support, you know, you know, people were like, well, even if we lose on day one, like the other team's going to play the next day. And, you know, I, I, people felt like I'm going to make yeah, a trip good, of it, yeah. kind of, you know, I mean, it was kind of fun in that way. And, and for hoops junkies, just in general, that part was really fun. Like there's just a million games. I don't know if it's good for your schedule, yeah. like yeah. you know, of the of the actual players, you know. But yeah. Well, I tell you what, it's it's been interesting. Yeah. Now, like that's a good point too, right? Yeah. So like even even if um, you know, we have I don't know, let's say 600 fans come down for us, which would right. be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and 600 come down for the men. I agree with you. Now you got 1,200, right? Right. Um, so, so there, there's a huge, there's a huge benefit to it. Um, you know, logistically, I actually like it because you don't have to win three games in three days. I always right. thought it breaks it three up. games and yeah. right. Yeah. It breaks it up. So you have, it's three games in four days if you're the yeah. top four seeds, which that's the goal, right? I don't want to right. be the sixth seed. Um, right. so that to me is also, I always thought three games in three days was like, man, flip a coin, man. Like, yeah. That is some really hard, hard stuff to do. So, um, yeah. you know, that I think is a benefit. Um, but the difference is I, I don't, we've never had to play a conference tournament a flight away. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know how hard. that is. Right. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know how that is. When do you come in? How do you plan when you come in? Um, right. especially with this, it's like a week, right? So, so yeah. like, you know, I want to plan like we're the top, you know, let's say we're in the top four. That's the, what the plan would be. But what if you slip and you're, I don't know, uh, sixth, right? Do you have to, you know, I don't know. All that stuff is on my mind. But 
Um, <laughs> I think it could be a really cool thing. The the I've been really, honestly, very, very impressed with Keith Gill and the Sun Belt. Like that to okay. me has been, um, you know, I, I would never be one to trash anybody, but he deserves the compliment. He's got he's got a vision. I think he's a um, he's a really uh, he's a go getter type of guy, and mm-hmm. the the fact that you know it's like hey we're gonna do a sunbelt media day um in new orleans like that to me was like okay all right you're serious about this you know and and like man they made it work i mean they made it work Mm -hmm. it was a i thought it was a really it just showed me like oh their commitment to basketball because you know right the move right is like hey how much of this is football based um And we all know it. It is ultimately right. That's the idea is that you, you got football into to FBS. Um, but in the end, if if you feel respected, you know, and we can get the Sun Belt, and again, the addition of ODU, the addition of Southern Mission Marshall, and there's no disrespect to Troy and, and all them. It's like now, can we have two bids? Can you be one of the like Missouri Valley team where you got two, three bids? Um, uh-huh. Can you can you be an American Conference USA type where it's just like I know you're not ACC, you're not you're not SEC, no problem. But mm-hmm. can you can you get to that level where you're two, three bids, man? And and um, I'm really really hopeful with that. Um, yeah. And that's always what we were trying to do in CA, and it's it's hard. It's really really hard to do. Um, but, but yeah, I, I think, um, I think the vision of what he's got, I think that they've got a good relationship in Pensacola. Um, and, and that they're, they're, they're squatted down there. They, that, that's for them and that they're not changing that. And they're, they're promoting that. I mean, that's, that's yeah. in our notes, like, Hey, talk about Pensacola, you know? Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, it's, well, it's, it's, certainly it's more a, attractive for fans. Like, I, you know, it's hard, right? Because for us, like if it was when you guys have been in DC or Baltimore, we could go. Yeah. You know, but, yeah, but right, when you were right. in Philly or something, I'm like, I'm not really gonna in early March. Right. Like that's for not North, a thing, right? Yeah. Where now North the idea of like hours. Right, I get to go to the, the beach and I see the men's and the women's team play. I don't know, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. 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 No, really. I mean it and it's a it, it is a beautiful place. And it's yeah. I've heard great things about the facility too. And I was always I was always critical. I love the neutral site we had when we went up to uh, Showplace Arena, which was like mm-hmm. up a Marlboro. Up a Marlboro. It was like yep. an equestrian center, right? It was yeah. like right. You, yeah. It, it was just like our kids didn't want to shower in that place, you know. Um, yeah. It was. It's fine, you know. But um, yeah. anyway, you, you know, you know. So I, I, Coach, I, I, I'm really, I really, I really am hopeful. I really am hopeful. Well, it's interesting that you you talk about like yeah we do know this was about football but Todd and I spent a lot of time over the summer reaching out to fans and other podcasts from the other schools and the sentiment mm-hmm. seems to be that all of the schools at least they're telling their fans that they're doing this yeah football's a big deal but they want to make a run particularly both basketball programs obviously softball's already there but it does seem like everybody recognizes that um, you know the one bid league thing can change if everybody commits and it seems like they're yes. certain, they're School's certainly ready to step up. So um, I don't know. Yeah, football's driving the ship in a lot of ways, but I think there's a lot of opportunity here uh, on the basketball side, both women's and men's. Well, right? and, and it, you know, I'm an action guy over words, right? And so even even Commissioner Gill and Kathy Keene is great too, um, but like they, hires a, they hired a guy who's a scheduling consultant, who, who's, who's going to totally um, dive into helping us 
like you know um do you play like you know we there there's a sunbelt rule you can only play three non-d1s well he's sitting there telling us like look don't do that he's don't saying he's saying find, find d1s to play and beat them and if yeah. you guys want to do like you guys need to do if you want to like you know walk the walk here that's part mm-hmm. of what you have to do and and you know he's got basically data and a formula for like hey, why you don't schedule um, this game, right? And, and everybody has different priorities, right, as a program. Right. Like, do you need to go get money? Do you need to go play at South Carolina to get $30,000 or what, right. whatever it is? Um, but he's got a formula that can help us raise the RPI, right, raise the strength of schedule. But all the while, mm-hmm. we all know coaches, man. They got to win. Everybody's got to win. So, yeah. so yeah. you're not asking uh, like a Louisiana Monroe to go play the toughest schedule. No, hey, just figure out beat beat um, you know, a Texas Southern or beat a Prairie yeah. View A and M or whatever whatever your thing is. So, but that's that's what I'm talking about with the commitment, right? Is that mm-hmm. Keith Gill's got somebody in? Uh, you know, we're on a video conference with him. He's got a personal cell phone. We can call. He's sending us data. It's like that's the level of commitment that you know. It's one thing to say, right? Yeah, yeah, you guys are important, but now that we're they're proving that and so yeah put resources to match that exactly exactly and i know i know it is football and and trust me like football is great man kurt's doing kurt's fighting clawing man i like yeah so (laughs) so that's that's gonna that's gonna help too that's gonna help too that guy can coach football everybody i got news for you Um, and just in the last week we've seen it in other sports (laughs) though coach i mean men's basketball they just announced the uh mac challenge you know, which is yep, going to eliminate, yep, right. hopefully, the opening the season with a D3. You know, that'll take, instead, <laughs> you're going to open it with a, instead, you're going to open it with a winnable D1, you know. Right. And right. in what we just saw from men's soccer was incredible, right? I mean, just totally. in the sense of, like, that conference, they didn't exist six months ago. And men's soccer <laughs> lost to the number one national seed. They lost two nothing right. in the final to Kentucky, who's now the number one seed in the NCAA tournament. And, and it was Marshall, a multi bid I mean, league. Crazy. And Marshall got an at large bid, yeah. right? So I mean, that's putting your money where your mouth is in non football sports, right there. You know, correct, correct. So well, I yeah, I, to- I totally agree. I totally agree, yeah. and that's why I think the um, it's like timing is everything in life, right? And I think that's a little <laughs> bit about what what the Sun Belt has struck on is that like yeah. the American right and this and the Conference USA that it's not like booming right now. And it's mm-hmm. like, can you sneak up? And I, I think the Mac challenge and, and we're going to do that too. I don't know if anybody said that, but like, okay. it, it's, it's, it's fantastic. And what a great yes. league to match up with. What yeah, a great absolutely. league to match up with, you know, it's so not it's a guaranteed like, win, but it doesn't hurt you. It doesn't kill you in the net rating. Correct. They're competitive called. games. Right. They can push you forward. It's, it's a decent game that you don't need to worry about scheduling yourself. You know, like you're, you're Correct. locked in for Correct. a good one. So, yeah. No, it, it's, it, I thought it was what a great idea. And he got it and they got it done. And I want to say he, mm-hmm. like, I'm sure his staff, yeah. but they got it right. done, man. And, and we were trying forever to get a CAA A10 um, mm-hmm. challenge like that. Mm-hmm. And the A10 was like, nope. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going with they don't need it. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. They, yeah. they don't. So, so it was like we always – CAA always wanted to be the A-10 but couldn't ever get to the A-10. And mm-hmm. it's, it's – that's why I'm glad the MAC and the Sun Belt. It's like, yeah, we're the South. You're the North. Let's let's yeah. fight. Let's go. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, 
so I, I think it's I, I've been I've been more than pleased with the treatment level that um, with, with Keith Keith and his staff has provided. It's been awesome. Yeah, that's great to hear. Yeah, I only have one more, Coach. I so I got a chance yeah. to go to the, the volleyball match uh, this past weekend. Um, oh, did you? And I, yeah, I, I did on Friday. I almost went. Yeah, down there. Uh, I went to the Friday night, not the Saturday, not the last Godwin game, but um. Oh, okay. But one thing I noticed with your team, volleyball and uh, women's soccer, is there a thing? Are we missing something on the uniforms? Is the is the women's programs the ones who are on the black uniform kick right now? Is that a? Am I missing something here? Like, is that a thing? Like, hey, is there a branding hey, I'm thing I'm missing? Asked, yeah, because you guys, uh, you look sharp in the uni- in the black unis. I just, you know, listen. like, yeah. I, yeah. Um, I don't know what volleyball. I can't speak for anybody else, but I know. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, what all all I've heard about this supply chain issue, right? Oh my gosh, all these things. Oh it's real. Gosh. It is real. Oh, yeah. so all right. We all only right. have one one set of uniforms. We have literally one set of uniforms for this year, uh, currently. And yeah. so I, I believe we just got the purples in today. Okay. So, but like we're, we're calling people, we're calling Millersville, like you know, hey, we're wearing black. <laughs> We're calling Queens like, hey, we got to wear black. I mean, both referees <laughs> asked me about it at the game. Why are you wearing black? Oh, I didn't. I'm like, oh, I, I'm, like okay. I'm like, well, our other uniforms are floating off the coast of Miami somewhere. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I had no I, idea it was that simple. All right. I, I, here I thought there was a women's, uh, JMU women's team branding effort going on. Because I was like, wow, they look all, oh. they all look cool. Yeah, it w- it would be cooler. But no, I, I do think yeah. they'll all be in here. But. Um, yeah. just crazy. And we're not the only sport. Um, you know, I know field hockey had trouble getting stuff in, uh, soccer had, had trouble getting stuff in. So, um, man, supply chain, supply chain is real. Supply chain is real. But, uh, no, it, it's not the answer I expected. What's funny you asked, man, I'm telling you, both yeah. or two of the referees asked me, why are you wearing black? I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. Um, yeah, I think uh, we. I think we're going to see a black uniform on the men's team shortly, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> All right. um, yeah. Rob, you got anything else for Coach? I mean, I, I'm obviously always happy to ask him what his NBA thoughts are so far. His Celtics are looking <laughs> awful good. Yeah, they um, are. Um, no, uh, I just thanks. Not, thanks again, Coach. Really appreciate you coming on and uh, and being so candid as always. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's the only way I know how to be. So. Um, <laughs> You know, hopefully I got no other main outcomes because that I can't shake it, man. I you gotta, <laughs> oh. I gotta get them right. But goodness gracious, you know, yeah. I can't, I can't do that. That is, uh, I'm ready to throw my, throw my polo off. You know, <laughs> I know Jeez. we were all excited. Obviously, you know, right? We're all excited because you yeah, guys were right. the headline. You're the headline game for the opener and everything. <laughs> yeah. And then you guys kind of no, no got the lead again in the second half, and we're like, oh, it's gonna be fine. The whole thing. It's all set up. Yeah, it's like, right? now nah, we'll yeah. take care of business. <laughs> No, right. no, we won't. Uh, right. uh, no, I was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we, I think we. I, I, you know, as as sad as it sounds, I think we needed it, and that's stupid to say for your opening game, but we did, man. It was. Um, we need. We needed that. That slap oh, in the face kind of so. Yeah. But yeah, and and it's okay, and that's what that's what I'm talking about. So it's a long haul, but no, I, I appreciate you guys having me. I appreciate what you guys do. Yeah. I think this is awesome, hey, man. And it's, um, you know, it's a uh, it's an awesome thing, and and so. Um, you know, I uh, I'll I'll do it I'll do it every, I'll do it every week if you need I'll do it every nice. week if you need me. Well, I'll tell you what, you guys win on Sunday, 
at home. Yep. And uh, and and we'll definitely talk to you on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay. That's what we well, need I, to do. I, right? I've actually I've talked well, to a couple of recruits. I I've thrown that out there. Like if we win, you're coming here. I got news for you. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, hey, so. for everybody that's not paying attention, because we're all I, I, we haven't even talked to you on air yeah, about sure. this, but you guys are hosting Chapel Hill on Sunday, right? <laughs> so pretty, like, pretty unique, right? Pretty unique. Yes. Like, this is pretty cool. The yeah. men are playing at Chapel Hill at noon on Sunday on the ACC network. And the women are hosting live and in person right in Harrisonburg, Chapel Hill on, Come on. at two, right? Yes. At two o'clock no, on I really, Sunday. I, I, I don't know how many students uh, listen yeah. to this, man, but if, if they, uh, you know, come yeah. on, give me one more day. I know it's Thanksgiving break. It's the start of Thanksgiving break. So everybody could take off on Friday afternoon, but yep. Um, now we, we, it should, it should be raucous in there. Right. I mean, that's a, yeah. it's one thing I really want to do as a coach. And it's something that's at my core is like bringing teams in like that. Right. It, to, to play. Um, mm -hmm. and I try to have one every year and so far I have, um, yeah. um next year I'm working on it, but, um, but no, man, it's, it's, uh, they're going to be ranked whatever, you know, um, 10th through 15th. Um, mm -hmm. and they're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I've told my staff I don't want to hear a word about it until about nine oh five after we beat Longwood. So, if we if we can have if we can have people there, man, that that's you know it's it's a it's a it's a ten point upgrade just yeah. just for well, having I, just for having Rockets fans. So I'm hopeful. Oh, and for our people, like we got a home football game on Saturday, so make a weekend of yeah. it because this is a Come great on, opportunity on Sunday. Yeah, in in a. Head incredible facility that is waiting for you yes yes exactly yeah. it's a short week nobody has real work next week yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. exactly right to worry. Exactly yeah right. yeah come on so thank you coach um <laughs> i guess we'll say good luck to your celtics um good good start so far yeah, yeah um, i don't know Do what's going on with the warriors I, i'm shocked by golden state so far I, it's amazing no, the whole what things bizarre right now, man. You got the Warriors yeah. not seven on the road, and you got the How Lakers. How is Utah ten and five? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Utah gets rid, gets rid of everybody, and they're playing Utah better basketball. Their whole team, and they're like yeah. the best team in the league. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you yeah. don't. You just don't know, man. You just don't know. It's early. Um, what, wasn't it, Cleveland leading the league last good. year at this point? Well, the Wizards yeah. are playing better it's without early. Brad Beal right now. Yeah, like. <laughs> They've won four straight without their best player. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Don't get used yeah. to that. Don't get used yeah. to that. Yeah. All right. Oh. Yeah, it all evens out, man. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Celtics look good in green. That's what they need to be doing. Mm -hmm. yes. so. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, thank you, Coach. Um, good luck on Thursday and on Sunday and the rest of the way. Uh, we're following you. We're just excited. I mean, you guys have a fun – it's not like the highest profile schedule outside of the North Carolina game, but I, I know no, we're excited. No. I think a lot of fans are that William and Mary game will raise some eyebrows yeah. um, for, uh, for yeah. th those of us that really care about these things. And then uh, we're all really <laughs> excited about the opportunity you and, and coach Byington both. I mean, the opportunity you guys have in the Sunbelt this year. I, yeah. I mean, six, six was like stunningly low to us. So um, I couldn't believe it, you know, but I, I understand like you're the new team and like, they're not going to probably give you the, <laughs> you know, they're not going to put you first or second or whatever. Like, I get that a little bit. Right? They put but, out of you second. Yeah. I don't know. It's disrespectful. Yeah. But, but like, no. if, if you, if you look at us on paper, man, and what we did last year, it's like, to, to me, it's like the, the one that got me was Kiki. It was like, 
Okay, yeah. so wait a second. This kid's averaging 19 points a game, shooting 45%, and she's second team? Okay. All right. right. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm marking you, and I'm marking you, and I'm marking you. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Sounds good. Wow. Sounds good. But no, I, I'm uh, I'm actually glad for it. I think it's just it's just gonna fire us up, man. And that's that's the whole that's the whole point. So I'm in for that. That's great. Cool. Well, thanks, Coach, and uh, we will talk to you again sometime this season for sure. <laughs> yeah. As Anytime. Getting, getting ready to go into the yeah. Getting ready to go in uh, in maybe when we get into conference play at some point. If you're not um yeah, on too great. many, you're gonna you're gonna if you're not racking up too many frequent flyer miles. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Jonesboro, yeah. Arkansas. It's a long, long way. So, yeah. <laughs> the best. Yeah. Gonna be great. Yeah. Gonna be great. All right. All right. Thanks, uh, coach. All right. Yeah, thank you guys. And welcome back. Thank you again to Coach O'Regan. Um, just it's always so fun to talk to him, Rob. What a great Great guest, the best, our favorite, um, you know, at this point we think of him as a friend and I don't know if that's appropriate or not, but it's awesome. And uh, he's so fun to talk to. And man, I hadn't realized I, he's right. I did not realize how much they're kind of like figuring out from their roster. So I'm very excited for what is to come after the new year. It was, yeah, it was really interesting to hear his perspective because I'm always curious to see how college coaches approach kind of the, the out of conference, which is, almost akin to like a preseason for, for lack of a better term. It's not a one for one, but it's somewhat. And lots of it's like they start off, you see it happening where they're, they're playing 10, 11 deep and really narrowing it down to like their eight best players. Yeah. It doesn't sound like that's his plan. His plan is to figure out how to best use all this depth. Yeah. Um, which is an interesting challenge, but a challenge nonetheless. It's a good one. It's a good mm-hmm. one to have, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. And it, by virtue of the blowout yesterday, the freshman got a lot of minutes in the fourth quarter and yep. um it's still going to be interesting to see Peyton and Claire working back to full health and um, Kiki's going to Kiki, but man, it's, I'm optimistic about this team. I, I think they got a little bit of chip on their shoulder for last year. Uh, I appreciated him being so open about the fact that, yeah, it was tough to stay motivated last year. Like a lot of us mm-hmm. assumed when yep. you're playing for nothing. Um, these are big time athletes, but they're, they're kid. They're 18, 19, 20 year old kids. It's tough to stay motivated and do all that work when you've got nothing to play for. So, yeah, they certainly have a lot to play for this year. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and uh, it's going to be fun for them. And and, and I think it's all going to be new. You mm-hmm. know, like like he was saying, the travel, the teams, everything's new this year. So I'm sure they're going to be, I don't know, paying attention, focused. I don't know. It, it should be fun. It should be really yeah, fun. For and people that weren't followed, uh, haven't been following it over the <clears throat> off season, Neil Harrow is a coach, an assistant coach that coached at Troy for a number of years. Yeah. Troy hit. I think he went to like four tournaments with them, mm-hmm. won five conference titles. And Coach O'Regan somehow poached him um, in April of last year, which was just a huge get. And any year it would be a big get. He spoke very highly of him as a future head coach and everything. But the fact that you're taking it from a conference opponent your first year in the conference, I think, is huge and it's going to pay dividends. Yeah, well, and we didn't ask him about it, but I mean, I, I would assume Coach Byington also has thoughts on the Sun Belt. Um, at least yeah. in terms of like where to stay, where to eat, you know, like the little yeah. logistic things. That logistics. Help. Yeah, kind of help you figure it out. And I hadn't even thought about the fact that Lexi, having been at Marshall, you know, has played I, those three teams. I definitely yeah, hadn't thought about that. And that's a big help, too. So it's really cool. And it was great to just hear his excitement about the Sun Belt for a school that, you know, I think he he wasn't, you know, he wasn't sugarcoating it. That, like, 
this is one of the few programs where like it's not you know you you could certainly say that, that it might have been a half step down um from the yeah. old conference to the new conference right um at least in the moment and uh, but how interesting was that part about the scheduling coordinator and the consultant that, that they're working with that was really cool so great to hear yeah no and, and everything and everything we've seen i mean he's right going to new orleans for media day while the other while another conference does a virtual thing and you know just mm-hmm. It's a real deal. And that's, and, and those kind of things, like you can say what you want, but those are real opportunities for a, a student athlete like Kiki Jefferson, right? That's, that's actually an opportunity to learn something about that might help you when you work in a job next year, you know, or, yeah. or five years from now. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, that's, that's great to hear. So that was really fun. We, what we did want to talk about football. I'm sorry. We can't, you know, we, we really wanted to talk to coach and we want to talk women's basketball, but Rob, the monkey is off our back. Ten years. Ten years, man. He's dead, man. Um, how, how was uh, Megan and Rick's experience? How, how was our friends? Yeah, experience? and just peek behind, peek behind the curtain here. Um, my sister, Megan, lives down in Norfolk. She, ironically enough, was, has become a diehard. Die, I mean, like. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, she's a big-time fan. She actually was the one that got us into season tickets. She's season tickets before us. Yeah. Um, she was the furthest thing from a sports fan growing up, but she yeah. kind of caught the bug in like 2000, 2002 and started getting season tickets going back. She lives in Norfolk. Uh, her husband is a JMU grad, obviously lives in Norfolk with her. His parents are ODU alums. They are right in the heart of it. She has been nervous beyond reason yeah. yes. since this move to the Sunbelt was announced and like excited. But she said like last week, she called me after the game and it was just like, Oh, relief. She's like, it was so great. She's like, the game started and we were winning. And she's like, I wasn't stressed at all. And to the point where like, she said she'd been rehearsing what she was going to say to her ODU coworkers and neighbors if it didn't go JMU's way. And she was like, so she was like going that direction. Like, how can I rationalize this? I'm going to go away. And she's like, and as soon as the game started, the offense was back. Santeo was playing great. And boom, she's like, all that was out the window. It was just like the monkey off the back. Like I, Yep. It's we're very excited about this, obviously, because we still got a bad taste in our mouth from 2012 and everything. But this means a lot to people it in does. the 757, like in the Virginia yep. Beach, Hampton Roads, Norfolk area. This is a big deal. Um, I know the game wasn't as competitive as, as it will probably be in future years, but it's just it's cool that people were fired up for this, that it meant something that like by all accounts, it was a great tailgate. It was a fun yep. atmosphere. My sister was in, she said the silver lot, which she said is like the equivalent mm-hmm. of, of Godwin. Okay. And she said most tailgates were mixed. It was JMU yep. and ODU people. And yep. she's like, that was really fun. She's like, it was like, she's like a lot of trash talk, but it wasn't a lot of vitriol. It was good nature. People were happy to be there. People were happy to be like on both sides. This meant something to people. So I don't know. It, it was, it was fun to me. I was I was relatively confident and relatively calm going into it, unlike my sister. Yeah. Um, but I, I agree with her assessment. Like it was just like a breath of fresh air after the past couple of weeks where our group texts and everything, people are like, whoa, offense is back. And a lot of that comes down to Todd being yeah. awesome and being healthy. But um, it was, it was cool. It, it's just, it was fun. And to get a yeah. chance to play the first time going into this, you got the whole rivalry, the Royal rivalry, the Oyster Bowl, everything leading up to it. And they finally, it was, Jamie football was back. You know, it's like, it's Texas back sort of thing. Jamie football had disappeared for whatever reason, injuries, everything. For the past couple weeks, we have not seen the Jamie team that we saw earlier in the year. Some of that is level competition, but 
they just looked so much better yeah. on Saturday. It was night and day. Um, the offense was outstanding. Uh, the depth you saw the, the defense was great. Yeah, you know, getting it done, keeping keeping ODU out of the end zone, which is yeah, defense not something have, that makes Jimmy had a shutout, but for the interception, yeah, when Centeno was out, right? So yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it, yeah, it was a great day all the way around, and yeah, you're right. I, it is funny, Rob. I, you know, we've been sitting here and we've been thinking about this rivalry and everything. It is funny how I think both schools. I, I know Coach O just said like. You don't know you're hungry till you're really hungry, kind of thing. Yeah, and I think both schools have realized what they lost ten years ago, like in the last decade. Yeah, in a way that changes things a little bit. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it won't come back and the vitriol won't come back and that kind of thing, but like, like you were saying, ODU went to a conference they thought was going to be a better, where the grass was greener and the grass was not greener. It was not. Yeah, and JMU had to hear from ODU even when we were winning and having these good times. Um, you know, about how we were just still FCS and everything. And now I think both everybody understands. I, I think both schools and, and fans that are really paying attention can fully acknowledge that like both schools are in the best position they have been in in quite some time. And in some large part, that is because of each other, right? Yeah. Like, like this is really fun. And it feels like, oh, we're in a league that's not only is the league competitive and we're proud to be in the league and we're happy about everything, but we also have this big game in every sport every year to look forward mm-hmm. to, you know, I, you know, it, I said the last thing I wrote on the preview last week, Rob was, you know, the, the national spotlight had long since gone away from JMU and ODU before mm-hmm. kickoff on Saturday, but it doesn't really matter what it means, whether it, it doesn't matter if it means anything to anyone else, if it means everything to everyone involved. Yeah, was kind of the way I was thinking, right? And that was kind of what this was about, and it was really fun. And I felt bad. I actually, I almost legitimately felt. I would have felt bad for ODU when they lost. Uh, I wrote the whole preview about Ali Jennings and how he's gonna, like, he was their best hope, and that might be enough to beat us. And then he doesn't play. And, then he's out. and yeah. it was very. It felt very much like the way we felt at homecoming when suddenly Santeo was out and we're playing Marshall, and like, there's nothing you can do about it, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I, I didn't feel bad because we'd already been there this season. Um, and I'm just glad to have this over with. But what a fun day. Also, Rob, you were right last week. Um, we heard some whispers. I told your sister before the game. Um, I had much higher hopes for JMU's offense. in Not just a hope, but I had realistic confidence that JMU's mm-hmm. offense was going to come back this week. Yeah. Um, because we'd heard some whispers and old sandbag and Signetti, I, I think you were, uh, I think you were a little too spot on in our yeah. discussion of the Louisville game last week. Mm-hmm. I think there was some real Mickey in, and there was yeah. some real like brass tacks. Like this is an out of conference game. We are not, we up. are unlikely yeah. to win it. We are missing lots of guys and we're not going to rush back. Cause I'll tell you one thing, Jalen Walker and Nick Kidwell look damn healthy this week. But- yeah. <laughs> like, like, Walker like, was awesome. Walker both of them were awesome. Both of them were awesome. Walker's yeah. a difference maker, man. Oh man, man he really. Awesome. I mean, he's just a player. Those are you know? game-changing so, plays, and just mm-hmm. that was a game-ending play in this game. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there was a real. You know, look, we'll never know, but I think there was a real discussion of we're not going to rush back guys who are injured for the Louisville game. A game we ended up losing by 24, but even on our best day, we might lose by 10. You know, like, I, yeah, 
I, I, I'm not saying that, right? I'm not trying to, you know, but like, I, I don't know. The game plan in that game was clearly we're going to run the ball. We're not going to expose Sinteo again after he'd missed the game the week before. Like, I, I don't know. I just, it was just I think stubborn. Was real stubborn. Like we're getting out of here without, and I think, and I think it's hard to argue. Like, I think there was some real realistic thinking from Signetti and company about like, you know, what's better to win the last three Sunbelt games, to give ourselves the chance to win, to be eight and three and six and two in the conference, like give ourselves the best chance there, not to, you know, I, I don't know. We'll never know, but I just, you never know, but <laughs> if Louisville had been game one, maybe it's a different approach, but mm-hmm. when it came, when it came, I don't know. And it was fun. If, if you tell me you're going to go one and one in these last two games, I absolutely would choose this, this outcome than anything else. Like it'd be great to have a P5 scalp and. Oh, yeah. I take ODU but, over but it took ODU, our, for our, these our, fans, for us personally, for this state. And you heard, I mean, I, I had forgotten Rob too. You talked about a seven by seven. There were a billion JMU football alums. Yes. Not to mention recruits, but there were mm-hmm. a ton of football alums at that game on Saturday. Yeah. And that meant a lot to a lot of people. And that was the mm-hmm. whole, and that and those are the guys who you know what those guys do now, right? They work and live down there, but their kids are yeah. coming up, they coach, they yep. run clinics, they do all these things. Mm-hmm. This is I, Signetti, I think the first thing he said in the press conference uh today or yesterday was like Yep, some some short term and long term positives um, yep. coming out of this game, and, and that that was about recruiting, right? And that was it was, a, and, 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 and something you said something you said earlier about like both programs being exact where they are and in better positions. I will say that is absolutely true in terms of conference affiliation. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest, JMU's got is is a peg above ODU right now in terms of the health of the program. There's some issues going on there. They're going some, some, some growing pains and they've got some stuff to work out. JMU on the other hand, looks like, okay, th- this has been an, an unqualified success. We talked about at this last point week. now. They, they at this point, the winning record, that's 22 winning record. years. Like, yeah. Two yeah. decades plus winning record, you know, quote unquote bowl eligible and yeah. you beat your rival all on the same day. Like that's pretty darn awesome. Like I, I, Obviously, I'd love to go two and zero the next two weeks and yep. finish eight and three. But like, this is a good year. This was before we talked about this many times over the summer. Mm-hmm. We said six wins, particularly with a win over ODU, would be a success. Point blank. Yep. Point blank. Yep. Um, I happen to think with with Centeno back, hopefully his ankle's okay. They got a real good shot of of winning these next two weeks. I'm far from a guarantee. They they could go on too. But like, you get the seven wins, eight wins. Forget about it. I mean, that's just like. It, it, this has been fantastic. Dream fantastic. Stuff if yeah. they get to seven or eight. Yeah. This week is a weird one. Georgia State is weird. They are we- really, they are the weirdest team we have played all yeah. year. They have won some games and been in some games. North Carolina, like they, they've been in. And like, they've looked like a disaster other games. Yes. They're like, a Jekyll and Hyde team. No idea. Um, I'm really glad this game is at home. I, I think that helps a lot. Um mm-hmm. You know, I'm glad both of these last two games are at home. We'll get to Coastal in a second. Um, the biggest thing this week is to beat Georgia State, however it gets done. Um, it's going to be a fun one. I think it's going to be a tough physical battle this week. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I, JMU wasn't perfect this weekend. They were a little. They were sloppy. They were certainly sloppy with the ball at times. They got some bounces. They got some bounces, um, but they won 
it, yeah. like it, it wasn't that close. They I mean, got some bounces, was, but also like how they made toner? some plays too. Yeah, how about the toner play? The toner play was. I mean, that was. Yeah. Granted, coming out of the weekend, the highlight is Justin Jefferson. Okay, that is the football highlight of the century. Yeah. But a couple levels down, Toner yeah. looked pretty darn good. Like, that was really athletic play for an offensive lineman to come in and punch a ball out like that. Yeah, it was. And, and to get a guy like, I think it was Devin Coles, just stole mm-hmm. that interception. Like, yeah. I, I haven't said that name since the Two summer. of those. Two of those. They had two, two of those kind of like interception slash, those were almost more like stripping the ball than yeah. traditional picks. Um, but And they were doing it with backups and mm-hmm. guys we haven't seen a lot of. I mean, that was good. Yeah. And Rob, Cam Wise, this guy's yes. on fire now, right? He can make anything. <laughs> it it yeah. really is like not blowing smoke here. Yeah. It's just cool to see a guy develop. And if you look back, I mean, Racky, kickers, it's not easy. You don't walk in and just you're not a lights out kicker. Like, they need to build it up in the confidence. He's becoming a weapon now. You know, yes. His career long, what, what was he, three for three? Yep, three um, for three, had a 44-yarder. 44-yarder, yep. and that was a no-doubter. So no it, doubt. it's cool. Like People were very, like, it, it's tough to be the guy that replaces the legend. And Racky yep. was a legend, but um, yep. I don't know. I mean, you, Racky did that very cool personal essay after, he, yep. like, when he was getting ready to graduate. And he talked about really struggling and working to find his confidence as a young kicker. God willing, that's what we're seeing here with Wise, but it, I, that was one of my favorite parts about Saturday's game oh, was just too. seeing him step up and just nail kicks and starting a little bit of swagger. Um, 44 yard. That's no joke for college. That's a, no. that's a big kick. You know? And it was, a, yeah. And, and, and I also, I always love, um, I saw both Tyler Gray and Cam Stark who um, I think those two approach life very differently, but mm-hmm. I, the kicking fraternity at JMU, um, yeah. extremely happy and supportive of Cam Wise. That was Harry fun. too from the punter. Harry too, yeah, yeah. He was very so, big about it. So. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. And, and I, JMU has a big. I, I think they have a kid from Centerville. They have a they have a kicking recruit next year. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, there's all. It's just good to see Cam Wise doing well. And Connor Madden's kickoffs were in the end zone again. And everything yeah. was everything was good on specials this week. I I, I was glad to see Josh Sharad a couple of catches of mm-hmm. punts later in the game. So yeah, all good. Um, I don't think I have a ton. I mean, it's weird to say that I don't have a ton else, but 37-3 is 37-3, you know. Uh, yeah, we, we don't need to dissect this too much. It was a great win. No, um, we couple big pieces, of, you know, play two, two o'clock kick this week against Georgia State. Um, you know, pre-Thanksgiving, going to need all the ticket holders and older alumni to do the best they can these next two weeks. Um, mm-hmm. um might get a little student support this week. I don't know. You know, hopefully our advice to particularly upperclassmen, don't, don't go home early for Thanksgiving. Don't, you, you got the whole, you, don't they have the whole week got, now? Yeah. And you've got a lifetime ahead of you to, to skip football games for other commitments. Mm-hmm. This is different, right? Nobody's bought. Yeah. They have the whole week. And, and like, I don't know, you don't want to go home and have to come back to your parents' house at, 1230 or whatever your cur- weird curfew, non-curfew is when you're in yeah, school. Stay, you, stay at JMU and do whatever the hell you want this weekend. Seriously. Yeah. You, you right, can like, get beers at, beers at Applebee's on Tuesday. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, and then Rob, um, I don't think we have much else. I, I will say we're, we saved this for the very end. We don't have any, we don't have any brilliant thoughts on, what happened in Charlottesville. 
last night or today. Um, I think it's a great idea from the JMU fan base, and we are fully supportive of orange and blue streamers um, this Saturday. If people want to do that, um, or I've also heard people wearing orange, wearing and, blue, orange and blue. Yeah, that's a little, I, yeah. I mean, what, whatever you're, whatever way you're doing, do. it is. I, I love the streamer thing just because I feel like it's it's our thing and it might be kind of cool. Um, but you know, <clears throat> it's a it's a different situation. But as a school who as an athletic program that went through this last year, I think we're aware. Well, in terms of dealing with the loss of an athlete, yeah. Right, of how difficult – Yeah, I know um, how difficult this is. And, and I, I don't know. We're recording this Monday night. We haven't been – we've been talking to Coach O and watching football. We haven't been paying attention in the last couple hours. Um, no idea what UVA is going to choose to do or not do the next couple of weeks. Obviously, it's possible. It, it's it's in just coincidental that Coastal – is scheduled to play in Charlottesville this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know anything. And maybe by the time this is out, this will be moot, but just could be interesting. I, the only reason I bring it up is because coastal at JMU was officially announced as a noon kick on Saturday, the 26th um, on ESPNU. They were moved. They were flexed to the Royal channel, which is really cool. And I think probably appropriate and a little bit of what we talked about all year, which is, um, you know, Coastal's second or third in line for the New Year's Six G5 slot. Coastal was uh, finally ranked, and I, I thought it was – Yeah, they're ranked 23rd. Surprisingly late. I, I thought it was like two or three weeks late. A little bit of a lagging indicator there. They, they could have been it ranked was. a couple weeks ago. It was. And and I think only UCF and – I don't know if there's – I think only UCF is ranked ahead of them in the G5. So they beat point, Tulane over the week, right? They beat Tulane over the weekend. Yeah. But, um, you know, Cincinnati sort of has a chance because of they, I think they still play UCF and stuff. But the point being that Coastal is very much alive for the Peach Bowl, whatever, you know, Cotton Bowl discussion, yeah. New Year's Six G5 slot. And ESPN, obviously, is going to move those games to a watchable time and place to be seen in the last week of the season when it really matters. And that's really cool that that is going to be in Harrisonburg, you know, before the iron bowl, yeah. before all those big games and later in the day, um, it's a great opportunity for the Dukes and, you know, would be a great chance to spoil some things. And, and coastal's already crowned themselves the Sunbelt East. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, uh, Coastal's fans are the only ones that are going to outpace us for making everyone else hate them, I think. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that was obvious going in. They're pretty yeah. rough. They're bad. Yeah, yeah They're bad. so. Our, our fans are giving them a run for the money, though. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. But yeah. I will say this, like, in terms of the schedule, like, yeah. can, can we get the Jamie ODU game moved next week in future years? It's got to be the Forever Early Weekend. Don't you yeah, think? Like, I that's would love it. Be- yeah, and I think it would be great. I mean, look, it's it's kind of weird because they sold out this weekend, so it yeah. wasn't a problem. But it would be kind of nice to have it on one of these last two weekends <clears> when <throat> students are not as available because I think both schools would would You'd still sell up. it out with or without yeah. students, sort of. It's a big deal. Yeah. And I think it would be – yeah. So I don't know how I'm, – I'm sure the Sun Belt – I mean, look, they scrambled to get everybody organized this year, but I, I would think – And speaking not, of, they did a great job. This has really been – a fantastic first year and the fact that it all came together and the whole, you know, one year accelerated transition, like we, we got to give it up to the Sun Belt and to the other schools for, you know, doing their part to make this a pretty successful year for JMU so far. It's been a, a, a dream, really. I mean, obviously JMU's play on the field has been the, 
primary driver of that, but but for certain, the idea that we're going into these last two weeks, JMU is six and three, four yeah. and two in the conference, hosting Georgia State and Coastal. We thought these games might not matter. Like, yeah, you know, we talked about like it's weird. Is it a good thing or a bad thing we're hosting the last two weeks? And here we are. Like, we got friends going to the game with us this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be. I'm really excited. Some friends that haven't been to a game in a while. Like, it's really, yeah. they're they're excited. Like, you know, it's kind of a fun thing. We're, we're talking about, like, what are we going to do? Can your kids go on Thanksgiving? You know, like, what yeah. is this? No, yeah, it's, so, it's, a, like, it's really a fun, fun time to be a Jamie fan. Yeah. Um, and our last point tonight is, uh, I think we mentioned this with Coach L, but we're going to the Howard game um, tonight by the time most of you listen to this. Yes. Um, Tuesday night in at Howard, uh, 7 p.m., Duke's men's basketball will be in D.C. And, uh, yeah, you could, I don't know. Feel I'm, free I'm to looking say forward hi. to this. I'm, I'm really, really excited really. for this. Like, I, I'm, I'm glad they're playing up here. I'm glad I, going to Mason games wasn't particularly fun. I don't like that arena. It wasn't good. No. I loved years ago when they played at GW. Like, just yeah, being yeah. in the city is, is fun. I, I've never been to Howard's Arena. I don't yeah. know much yeah. about it. I saw. I watched. Didn't they play Notre Dame last year yeah, on national something. television? Yeah. Like, it's cool. I think this is great to play a game up here, and I, I like the fact that they're doing it against Howard, not a former CA team or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. um, so this is fun. It's it's cool to get to see the Dukes in our own backyard. And I'm really, really excited to see this team play. And Rob, yeah. And we, we're going to find out a little bit more tomorrow night, but I think we're supposed to say this quietly, but are we, is men's hoops really good? They, they could be good. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, oh yeah, that's the other thing I did. I went to the volleyball game Friday, Rob. It was incredible. Oh yeah, It was yeah. so much fun. And for all of our football fans. So first of all, Terrell Strickland was at the volleyball game cheering the, it's also fun. I also forget that students – I forget this. We're just so old, Rob. Students love indoor athletic events. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so easy for them on campus. And like Godwin is free and it's at Godwin, so they're all right there. Like I saw um, Alex Blom, the goalkeeper for women's soccer, sat right across the aisle from us. Mm-hmm. Like the, a lot of the softball team was there in like full softball gear. Um, Terrell Strickland was – you know – it was just fun. Like it was a fun thing. Like you just see all the other athletes like supporting and coming out for this. Um, the volleyball, it was really fun. It was the last weekend in Godwin, last official games in Godwin. Uh, it was a really fun atmosphere. It was pretty much packed. Uh, our guy, James Hickey, always doing a good job. And all of our football fans that have been yelling and screaming for six weeks now about like stadium atmosphere. Just take who's ever running the board at the volleyball game because they do yeah. a great job, and they didn't play. And it's not all classic rock. It's, but but they have like in between every point they are playing music. I mean, it's really a fun, cool thing. Good atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. it was really fun. They won uh, volleyball, won both matches this weekend. Finished like fifteen and one in the Sun Belt. Uh, first first number one seed. So you know, huge congrats to women's and men's soccer who both lost in the championship of the Sun Belt. But what a great mm-hmm. run in the first year! Volleyball will be the one seed. They do they play Friday at three thirty. Friday it's either two thirty or three thirty. Friday afternoon, um, they have a double buy in the tournament, so they don't have to start for a bit. Um, and we're really lucky. Uh, Caroline Dozier from the volleyball team broke the all time was became like the I don't know. She broke 2,000 assists. So she's the setter for JMU and, you know, was great. And we're really lucky, Rob. We get one more year. This girl, Miette Veldman, mm-hmm. she's, like, legit good. Yeah. She's not I've huge. watched the highlights. It's it's crazy. Like, it is, it's really a fun good. sport. 
And I thought, I always, I, this is so dumb of me, like dumb fan who barely pays attention half the time. Miette Feldman, I assumed she was like from Sweden or Scandinavia or somewhere. No, no, she's from Daleville, Virginia, which is like north of Roanoke. Um, like, like totally, I don't know. And she's really special and she's got another year with us. So I, I don't know, get out there and watch volleyball. It's going to be really fun to follow them in the tournament. Hopefully they can bring home the first Sunbelt championship. Um, that, that was just really fun. And big thanks to everybody uh, who makes those games possible. That was really fun. Yeah. And speaking yeah. of volleyball, shout out to my, my niece, Jane, whose team Yay! won the, they won um, the region. And unfortunately lost in, I think, the first round of states. But that was really exciting for her. Her second year on varsity at Maury High School down in Norfolk did really well. Yep. And, again, I don't think she'll listen because she's got no connection to JMU. But my other niece, Kenzie, uh, won mm-hmm. a state championship, Rhode Island uh, High School Girls Soccer over the weekend. So oh, she was a congrats. freshman. She made the team. And she did so really, really excited for her. So all of our Rhode Island um, high school Rhode soccer fan listeners, but that I'm excited great. for her. I thought it was really, really cool that she yeah. went the weekend. Yep. And, uh, that'll do it for this week. Hopefully we, uh, man, they're favored by seven this week. A little, little lower, a little tighter spread. Hopefully mm-hmm. the Dukes can, uh, can do it again this week and set up a big last Thanksgiving weekend. I hope so, so man. It would yeah. just, it'd be great. Hopefully Santana was healthy. He says, even if he's not, he's got two more games in his college career he's playing. So, um, I don't know. I was I was pretty pleased with the way he played on on Saturday. My heart did drop when I said there was no moments of nervousness. During oh, the game. that one. Yeah. But, that he looked hurt, 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 hurt. Yeah. 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 Um, well, and at first I thought it might be a knee. It was actually like in a weird way. It was better that it was an ankle. I know that's kind of worse on like a day to day. Yeah, thing, but it also feels like okay, this is not like a long term thing. It's, it's not a debilitating thing. Correct, and for him, who's thing. a guy who's probably played his way into at least a look, right, a cup of coffee at yeah, the next training like, camp invite, right? You know, yeah, at least uh, maybe a senior, you know, some type of weird, you know, bowl type. You know, I don't know mm-hmm. who knows, but a guy who's certainly given himself a shot. I didn't want to see him go down again and and have it only have like five games on tape sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just want to see him get a chance to play the next two games. Yeah. He certainly earned it. Yeah. Um, And Kidwell looked darn good. Like you said, Jalen Walker looked good. I know we're missing some guys on the back end on defense and Cole Potts didn't, didn't play this week, but I don't know. They're offensively. They look pretty Reggie Brown didn't play, but they look in pretty good shape going into these last two weeks. So, and I was happy to see Latrell Palmer finally get some carries. He'd been kind of oddly missing from the game plan. I think he had, what, maybe five or six carries the previous two games. And yeah. he was on that way. Like he had one down near the end zone in the first half and then he was gone. But then the fourth quarter, they gave him the rock a bunch and he ran pretty well. Black, I thought was all three backs were great. Yeah. yeah. Percy was great to be in a situation where you can kind of rest Percy for most of the second half. So yeah. And they're going to need everybody this week. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, weirdly enough, I think Georgia state might be a little bit tougher nut to crack. Like, in terms of their defense versus our offense, than even coastal. Like the coastal yeah. game, I expect there to be points both directions, <laughs> and yeah. you know creativity and that kind of stuff. Uh, this week it's just an odd one. I have no idea what to expect. So they run the ball do. pretty well too, don't they? So you got they do, which is not strong great, running attack, which is not the best thing for like this. May be a better matchup for JMU in that way. Yes, you know, but their quarterbacks a little more like the ODU. They're by the way, the ODU color commentator guy 
was just killing their quarterback for no reason. Yeah. The quarterback was playing okay, and he's missing yeah. his two best weapons on offense. And he's like, you got to run more. And I'm like, this kid, can, he looks like me out there. <laughs> the entire <laughs> fan base is really hard on that guy. I'm like, the problem is not just the quarterback, you know? Um, no, no. He's like, you got to run more. I'm like, the kid can barely move. And Jennings and the tight end are both out. Like, what are you going to do? Like, tough crowd. Tough yeah. crowd. Oh. Anyways, well, I'll talk to you next week, Rob. Yeah, have a good week, man. All right, you too. Go Dukes. Difference between heritage and hate.